0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Adults with intellectual disabilities in Ontario are at risk because of a lack of government funding during the pandemic. And the small business community is also involved in this picture because the small business community provides day programs which are facing dire financial challenges because of a lack of response by the government. Kira Mikado is the sister of a quadriplegic and nonverbal 30-year-old brother. She loves him very much, and she told me off the air she's taught him more than anyone else in the world has taught her. Kira, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Hi, thank you
0: for having me. Hi. So adults with significant and or multiple disabilities are a great risk, you tell me. Your brother, who's quadriplegic and nonverbal, is one of those adults. Tell us, please, about him and where he is, in fact, able to now, or was until the lockdown, able to access programs that meant everything to his life.
1: Sure. So my brother is, as you mentioned, 30 years old, um, and we live in Pickering, Ontario, he is quadriplegic and nonverbal. So he was born a healthy baby, but shortly after that acquired an unknown infection, um, which caused some significant brain damage. And, you know, for the most of his life, he's he's been able to participate in community and have a really, really great life. Um, and he's able to participate in his community in going to community day program support. So once high school ends for a lot of people with severe or significant disabilities, there isn't much out there. Um, And he's been able to access his community and and all the things that involve like having friends, being a friend, um, being part of a group, having a purpose, getting up every day for the past 10 years um, and going to a day program in Ajax called Tanya's Place. And so while I'm the person here sort of adding words to this story, I do want to make sure that people know that this is his story in our relationship. Um, just sort of by chance and luck, I happen to be the one who's able to put words to it.
0: Okay, so your brother, Michael, goes to Tanya's place, or he's taken to Tanya's place before the lockdown, and he has opportunity to interact with new friends in his life, and he looks forward to it, and it's a major part of his life. The lockdown forces him to stay home, and the question then is, is there virtual uh, programming available for him and for his friends, and can the small business, in fact, sustain itself given the limitations that the uh, that, are, that the lockdown brings and COVID nineteen brings, as far as g- gaining uh, income is concerned, or funding for their business is concerned. So this is where the government of Ontario comes in. And tell us, please, about the passport uh, system, how that works, and how that provided funding for your brother to attend Tanya's place, and the and the passport provided funding for the operation of Tanya's place. How does that all work?
1: So Tanya's Place is a private um, small business, so it doesn't receive any government funding. So individuals, though, um, like my brother, receive passport funding from the government of Ontario, and that's individualized dollars in an annual budget that those individuals have and can use to purchase services in their community for community participation. So they can purchase a spot in a day program for a monthly fee at the um, march 13th closure of tanya's place for covid 19 um, michael has been home since then with my mom who is a senior and a widow um, and also trying to do her job from home So it's been a little tough. Um, Tanya's Place is offering to provide virtual programming, a way for people to connect online to their friends that they're missing so dearly, Um, to do some, you know, there will be fitness programs, there will be uh, art programs, music programs, social programs, just to see your friends' faces and smile. Sure. And they're offering that to families, but families need to be able to use their passport funding to purchase that as a service.
0: So if and I understand this correctly, the passport funding is there when Tanya's Place is open, but it's not there when it's not.
1: It's still there, but we have nowhere to use it. And the ministry is saying that it can't be used to purchase virtual programming. Um, last week, the ministry on Thursday night opened up the use of funding, and they, they sent out a new list. Um, or they published a new list of things that funding could be used for during the COVID-19 closure. Um, and it, they opened it up to include things like the purchase of video game systems, Netflix subscriptions, trampolines. I think a Frisbee was on the list. Um, for someone like Michael, that list is a bit of a slap in the face. Um, he's not mm-hmm. able to access any of those things. They wouldn't give him any sort of enjoyment and while they may be really good for some people they're not what he needs and he has been trying to tell the minister and tell the government what he needs he's not asking for them to come up with that on their own
0: okay Kara, we have we have about a minute left so if the funding is not if you can't apply the funding to the programming the virtual programming uh, to tanya's place they're not going to have any money and They're the prospects of them surviving are going to be not great correct we're
1: going to look at closing by the end of june
0: so the business will well, end of june so the business would disappear the opportunity yep. for your for your brother and his friends who are intellectually disabled adults would disappear everyone that's loses and it's because the province won't allow you to put the passport funding toward the virtual programming for your brother
1: that's exactly right and what are
0: they the saying home. about that? Are, are they? Do you think they? Do you think there, there's some movement possible here from the ministry?
1: So I, I mean, um, that's why we
0: were talking, right?
1: Yeah, we were on a town hall on Friday,
0: mm-hmm. where
1: the minister Todd Smith's advisor to stakeholder relations was on the town hall, and Michael asked him a question directly, and his question wasn't even acknowledged.
0: Tell so, Who's the minister?
1: Minister Todd Smith of Children, Community, and Social Services. So, if the minister is listening, and if you're you're listeners or anybody, you know, to those who are out there, I'm sharing Michael's story, and he's my brother. But I hope right. he becomes your listener's brother, and the minister's brother, and okay. the premier's brother. And I hope that they think about this from. I hope what so they too, From that perspective.
0: Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the story. And Minister Smith, uh, or if he's not listening, then somebody associated with him will be. Do the right thing. Allow, allow this Allow this funding, which already exists, to go forward and, and help Michael and his uh, intellectually disabled companions. Kira, thank you. All the very best to you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts,